Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, welcome once again. We're here for another edition of Skills for Change Connects, our Skills for Change's online series where I speak with my colleagues and community members about how we're managing the delivery of our services during the COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Sampada Kukre, and I'm here once again as the Associate Director of Program Marketing and Employer Engagement, here to interview one of our staff members, Nikki Verdez. Nikki is a settlement outreach worker with Skills for Change and also has been with Skills for Change in a number of different roles um, for the past several years. Skills for Change has been offering settlement services as one of our core services since the inception of our agency in 1982. And I'm just so happy and pleased to welcome Nikki here today um, to talk a little bit more about our settlement services uh, the work that she's doing, and particularly how we have adapted our services uh, during the pandemic. Welcome, Nikki. Thanks for being with me. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Sampata. Thank you so much uh, to interviewing me today. It is a pleasure to spend um, the part of the afternoon with you, sharing part of my work experience and also what I do at Skills for Change. Um, so, as you said, my current role is a settlement outreach worker. Uh, so, what I do in settlement is I assist clients who have moved to Canada from other countries and need information, orientation, referrals to services in order to settle down in Canada. Uh, my role is um, very complex, so I assist clients with the intake process, assess clients' needs, and provide settlement and adaptation services as required. Um, I do sessions with clients, I do outreach in the community, presentations, also research, uh, organize workshops on different topics which are related to newcomers. Yeah, that, I mean, definitely a lot, and obviously, um, settlement services, when you're talking about settlement services for newcomers, um, it, there's just such a wide variety of areas that um, newcomers and new immigrants and refugees need uh, to access when they come into the country. So I can imagine that there's a broad scope of the um, activities that you're involved in on a day-to-day -day basis. How, how did you initially get involved with Skills for Change? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's been almost um, 13 years ago. Wow. Um, yes, uh, time flies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've started as a client and then um, a volunteer, and then I joined the organization as an employee. From the beginning, I felt that this organization is a wonderful place with very friendly, professional, and knowledgeable staff. So I'm very grateful to be part of this family and also uh, I enjoy working and helping people from all parts of the world. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine and, and uh, I think uh, before we go into the, um, the questions around your work, um, certainly the, your journey is not uh, unique to so many at Skills for Change in terms of how you became involved and it's really embedded in our value system at Skills for Change around supporting our clients and providing volunteers the opportunity where possible uh, to apply for positions. So I just, I love that story about you and so many of our colleagues at Skills for Change that that's what your journey brought you to. And now 13 years later, 
being able to provide this really, really critical service to so many of our clients. Um, so thank you for that. Um, just onto some of the, I just would like to know before we get into more of the questions around the delivery of service now, what, what are some of the more common areas of support that our clients request? And what do you see in terms of our newcomers wanting to know when they first settle in the country? I know it's kind of a, a broad question probably because there's probably a lot of different areas, but is there some certain things that you see that people really need information and access to? Yes, so moving to Canada is an exciting opportunity, but also it's a great challenge. So um, most of our clients are interested to know about how to get a job in Canada, yeah. how to get their credential assessed, um, where to find a rental place, how to improve their language, what mm -hmm. programs are available for them. You know, it's, it's a they have a lot of questions right. about healthcare system, government services, why, where they can apply for certain, uh, you know, things. So um, it's wonderful that government of Canada is funding, uh, you know, these services in order to assist immigrants um, mm -hmm. and refugees also to overcome these barriers. Uh, at Skills for Change, we have uh, settlement workers who can help anyone in need for free, so they don't have to pay. Yeah, which is which is amazing. Like you said, a, a great service that um, a lot of newcomers can access uh, without having to pay anything. It's a free service for them. I can imagine uh, just moving more towards the start of 2020 and new immigrants who arrived in 2020. The the they must be having such a different experience in terms of the access to service and information and supports to the job market, especially those that arrived at the beginning of February, end of February, when things started to escalate and we knew that something bigger is happening with uh, the pandemic. So what has your experience been in providing settlement service for these individuals? Yeah, definitely it's a different experience on top of the barriers which normally, you know, a newcomer will have. We add now the situation of pandemic when everything is online or over the phone. We have to stay isolated at home. We have yeah. to maintain the distance. So um, during the intake assessment, I get a lot of feedback from clients that they are very happy to find out that we, we do have online classes. They can still apply for different courses and they can get uh, support even if we cannot meet face-to-face -face at our office. Yeah, that's really great. And I'm assuming that um, you must have a, a group of community partners as well that work together to make sure that um, where possible, you're able to support them with other community resources and whatnot. Yes, we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, how has changed, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, how you provide information, but in terms of this current COVID situation, how are you supporting your clients and um, how has it changed, like, has it changed how you support and what you tell them. So during this uh, global pandemic outbreak of COVID-19, uh, we put our efforts to um, continue assisting clients with their needs. We don't have our physical offices open, but we do deliver modified services by phone, emails, and online where possible. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's very important to establish and maintain contact with newcomers' families in order to determine their needs. Uh, we deliver counseling support, as I said, over the phone, uh, emails, and workshops on different topics like stress, financial management, workers' right. rights, um, you know, crafts workshops, um, health literacy, all these topics which, you know, the newcomers, they, they might benefit. Right, right. And, uh, you know, have you noticed uh, an increase in anxiety among those clients? Oh, yes. Uh, the situation is very stressful for everyone, and it's normal to be anxious and worried in this situation. Um, being socially distant makes this difficult, uh, but we are fortunate to live in a time where, you know, technology uh, makes this possible. Right. So we, we encourage, you know, clients uh, also to connect with people they love, to take care of themselves, um, we do share with our clients information and suggestion how to cope with stress and anxiety. Uh, in addition, we do organize workshops on these topics, and also we do refer clients internally to a counselor who mm -hmm. is more specialized in deep counseling. Right. And also, on the other hand, uh, we do work in partnership with other specialized organizations, uh -huh. And sometimes we refer clients to them if there is a need. Yeah, that's really great. And uh, see, some some of these individuals may not um, have access readily available access to online. What are we doing, or what can we do to help support that? Are you working with? Uh, I know um, our colleague VJ in the entrepreneurship hub talked about some of the community partners that are offering laptops and other computer resources for them to access. How have you been managing some of those issues around uh, newcomers not having the access to online supports? Yes, so um, we, we work in partnership with other organizations and uh, also when we do the intake, if we see that uh, there is a need for a client to, you know, get a laptop or if they are telling us that we, do, we don't have access to a printer or something like that, we definitely um, uh, try to, to see how we can assist those individuals. Um, also, um, what we do to advertise our programs for people who do have these, um, you know, online services is um, our marketing team uh, was working hard to advertise our programs and services through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, news newspapers and magazines. Right. Also, I'm doing presentations online and also reaching out to our partner organization and letting them know that we are continuing our services. Uh, a lot of clients, they are coming through uh, word of mouth. So if they had friends who came to Skills for Change before, they would like to get in touch with us again and get help as well. And um, thank, thank you for that. And of course, uh, at the end of this interview, we'll also put some information around when your next uh, when your next um, sessions will be, so that people can access them uh, going forward uh, as we continue to navigate this uh, this tricky situation. Um, I I think uh, you know as we all know, when new immigrants do arrive to Canada, they're navigating a new country and. A lot of them lack the social networks, and there's lots of research and, um, you know, uh, 
lots of papers written about uh, some of the secondary issues that uh, our newcomers face when they come into the country, like social isolation and the networks uh, issues. Obviously, in this environment, everyone is physically isolated to begin with. Um, but newcomers, it must be incredibly challenging right now that they cannot access their networks and their, um, uh, you know, uh, be more social in order for them to engage in potentially getting a, a good job and things like that. Um, <clears throat> what supports are we able to offer them to thrive in this environment? Is there any way for you guys that you connect them with other individuals, uh, like-minded individuals or community groups that can support them? Yes, as you said, it's a tough time for everyone and uh, special for these groups of people. But Skills of, for Change, beside one-on-one -on -one counseling, we offer also programs for people who are looking for a job, language classes, uh, bridging programs for different professions, youth program, women support, career skills program, uh, program for people who are looking to open a business and so on. So it's very important for them to know that uh, there are services available for them and also someone who can listen and try to eliminate some barriers which they have. Definitely. Um well, that's, that's really great, Nikki. I know the work that you're doing is really extensive right now. What are you doing to keep up with your own, you know, wellness? You're dealing with a lot of uh, clients who have multiple barriers and uh, that are facing a lot of stress and challenges. And so how do you maintain that with yourself so that you can be the best, you can give them the best possible support? Yes, so um, it's very difficult time, as I said, for all of us, but what I do to manage as much as I can the level of stress is, um, you know, sometimes I listen music, sometimes I watch comedy movies, um, yeah. writing my thoughts down, and also uh, I have started uh, yoga, and I'm continuing with that. That's but great. Yeah, these are some, um, you know, some techniques, techniques which I'm using right now. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. And like you said, um, just doing things to make yourself feel happy and um, so that we can be our best for the clients. And that's what they need right now is they need us to really be strong for them so that they can navigate through this. And we know that they'll get through this as well. So I hope um, there's a sense of optimism with the clients that you serve, even though we're in a really sticky situation right now, that there is um, an optimistic outlook for a lot of them. Uh, let's just hope and pray that that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we have to be optimistic, even though we don't know what the day is going to bring, but uh, hopefully soon everything will come back to normal and uh, we are going to have uh, you know our uh, life back <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much nikki i think this is really informative for a lot of people to know um what settlement services involve um you know when a newcomer does come into the country and all the wonderful work that you're doing to support uh, our clients when they first arrive in canada so i really really appreciate the time that you've taken to tell us about that and like i mentioned earlier we will be sharing information on when your next workshops and sessions are 
taking place so that um, anybody who needs the supports can access them. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sampata. My pleasure. Thanks. Have a good afternoon. Thank you.